Well, boy, oh boy, looks like we're starting things off right away with Dust Strike Virus reading in the party of three. Dust Strike Virus, thank you so much for that, man. Hope you're doing well. Hope your stream was good. Um, hope you had a nice weekend. Hope everything uh, in that regard was going well for you. Thank you so much, everybody that joined him on that raid. I really do appreciate it. How are you all doing this weekend? Uh, as you can see, I, to hide this kitchen, uh, have included this virtual camera to hide my background. So instead you get this pseudo cityscape. You can see where it occasionally <laughs> doesn't quite hide it so well, but uh, oh well. Uh, we're going to drink some Hornitos. So we are continuing with the tequila this week. But seriously, how was everybody's weekend? Um, I'm going to turn this fan a little bit. Okay. Hopefully that's better. Because I really don't want you guys to have to hear uh, fan noise in the fridge and fucking... I can't wait to get out of this place. I mean, it's not like this is like the worst place I've ever been in the world. But I need to get out of here. Um, Krista, thank you so much for the 100-bit donation. Really appreciate that a ton. Uh, thank you so much. It's always appreciated. Never expected, but always appreciated. Um, yeah, we, <clears throat> there's nasty uh, thunder clouds rolling in. The... the the weather here continues to be weird. It is like humid and hot, obviously, but super humid. And man, these monsoon storms keep rolling in. Like, I think I've had more thunderstorm clouds and lightning and storms here since I moved here. <laughs> that I did all spring and summer in Michigan. <laughs> also, it was raining there, uh, all by you there in Colorado. But that had to be at least a little bit appreciated um, for uh, combating dryness. Um, Dust Strike says, I hate to read and look, but I have to get up early. Thank you so much, man. A cheers to you. Uh, thank you so much for stopping in. Thank you so much for the raid. Do what you got to do. I know how that is. I have to go to bed now much earlier than I'm used to because, hey, my work day starts at 6 o'clock. <laughs> so, let's join a drink anyways. Mm. So, we have uh, a little bit of a darkly humorous, oh, you have to be at your job by 4.30. Ooh, that should be illegal. That should be against the... I mean, unless you explicitly sign up for it, that should be fucking illegal. <laughs> but, oh my god, that is brutal. That's like, that was like uh, when I used to travel for work. That's about how early you'd have to get up to go do some of these, uh, uh, some of these shows and just... Uh, 4.30... I don't look like I like got whipped in the eye. What is this? 
He watched a live stream of Biddy Gill and thought about me wiping my eye. Did somebody wipe their eye and get hot sauce on their eye? But Death Strike Virus, uh, hope you get some sleep. Hope you get some rest. Again, cheers to you. Thank you so much. Uh, it's really appreciated, dude. You've been a longtime friend, longtime supporter. Do great streams. And please make sure you follow Death Strike Virus so you can watch him play Hunt Showdown, Apex, Unreal Tournament, and a variety of action-packed shooters. Uh, very good gamer. Very nice guy. Chemical Dreams just stops in and says, Whack. What's whack? <laughs> that my background replacement's whack? The This isn't like a smooth... You know, the thing is, it's like, you have this kitchen. Um, you know, the, the thing for this is kind of cool. I mean, you can see there's the... There's the camera with just the kitchen. And then, obviously, you can remove it to nothing. And then I figured, you know what? How about a nice, dark cityscape? Uh, so, there we have it. I think I'm going to turn the blur down just a little bit. There, that's better. <clears throat> but that way, then you don't have to see the fucking fridge. <laughs> who, wants to, who wants to see a fucking fridge? Um... But yeah, Alchemical, how you doing? And Thermite, stepping in with a hoy. Thermite, how have you been? Hope you've been doing well. Uh, Dark Seascape with those Sun Harvest chips. Yeah, you can, can you see them? You can see the Harvest chips in the background? Oh, rock and roll. No. <laughs> um, in their, their barbecue kettle chips, by the way. Um... Alchemical Dreams is not good. What do you got going on? Oh, job related? Sorry to hear that, man. That fucking job stress is just the worst. It just sucks. Fucking, fucking jobs, man. But, uh, I feel slightly smelly. Um,. Because, yes, it was hot and sweaty today, and even though I got up way late, um, Thermite is okay, just suffering pain and grinding away. I feel like that is uh, the human condition, unfortunately. Um, He's known for clickbaiting and he decided to do a punishment. He ate a drumstick with blazoned hot sauce. Every now and then I'm like, what if you were a person where secretly you had a huge tolerance to hot sauce and then when you ate it, you played it up and you were really like, this does nothing to me. Like if you were a bird, like if you had bird genes because burns or birds uh, don't taste capsation. They don't actually get the heat effect. So if you're a bird, you could do that and it'd be cheating. Oh god, then he wiped his eye. You can't build up a hot sauce tolerance in your eye. <laughs> yeah, I do this every day for training. <laughs> Hashtag wiped his eye. Oh... I 
Uh, 58 hour work weeks while lifting heavy as fuck parts makes me less than overjoyed. Well, at least you're getting at least you're getting a little bit of a workout. You don't have to go to the you don't have to go to the gym. You don't have to work out because you're doing it during the day. Uh, so I'm just trying to think positive. I know that really sucks. So I'm trying not not making fun of you. Uh, and so, your massage gun broke. Well, we gotta get you a new one. We gotta get you a new one. Those, I swear that massage gun occasionally is the only way I'm surviving. And I cannot stress enough how much those things really fucking work. Like, they seriously fucking work. Now, you could try this. You say you, he had, uh, alchemical says he has his eye on one. You can use either a reciprocating saw or apparently a jigsaw, especially if you have like a battery operated one. And they sell an attachment that goes into the receptacle bit. That's basically just a massage gun part. So if you have a saw, if you have one of those power tools, you can basically just use it as a super heavy duty massage gun. I've actually thought about trying that. I think when I move, I'm going to take the reciprocating saw that I have and see if I can't get the ball bit for that and see if that thing isn't just like the ultimate heavy duty massager. <laughs> oh, he's lactose intolerant, drank three crumbs of milk plus ice cream. So the guy burned his eye, ate hot sauce, and then gave himself runny diarrhea. It sounds like something I would do, to be honest. Sure, it's not me. So, let me tell you about my weekend. Um, I got this gas lift for this chair. And I haven't been able to install it yet because uh, even though I went to, even though I went to, one second. Even though I went to Harbor Freight and got myself a nice pipe wrench, uh, this was not enough to get the piston out of the chair. Like I was cranking on that thing almost as hard as I could. I was like standing on it and I couldn't get it to budge. But what it is good for is it, good, it is good for some tool ASMR. So you, do you like those sounds? This is a pretty, um, you know, it's kind of a medium-sized pipe wrench, but I'll tell you one thing, man. You ever want to buy it? <laughs> you ever feel like you need to defend yourself? You go to Harbor Freight, and you can buy this for six bucks, and I'm telling you right now, you beat somebody in the head with a pipe wrench, it's game over. <laughs> like, that thing will do the business. <clears throat> Uh, we have Meow the Cat stopping in. Meow the Cat says, hey, Cigar, hoping you're 
chill time. And yesterday's anime convention got around a hundred plus free hugs from his free hugs sign on the back. Because people are thinking that you needed them, not a total nobody, and I'm in pain from too much walking. But you got all those hugs. If I put a sign on myself that said free hugs, I bet you I wouldn't get one hug. Look at this. Nobody will, nobody would be like free hugs. And then they'd give me a hug and they'd be like, oh god, this guy's all sweaty. <laughs> oh. Say, it kind of smells. Come on, back replacer. Do your job. That's better. Oh, Black Cat would hug me. Yeah, but you know me. Um. <laughs> so, yes, I bought this pipe wrench. The uh, pipe wrench is not going to do the job. So, I think I'm going to try and do it Tuesday. I'm going to take it out of here and take it to a friend's house here. Uh, use some penetrating oil on it. See if I can't get the uh, see if I can't get it off the top. And then I think I'm going to use a rubber mallet to try and get the piston out of the center portion of the chair. But I also didn't want to just be banging around on it in here on the floor and like make a noise and everything. So um, I do have a nice pipe wrench now. Nice brand new pipe wrench. So, when the post-apocalypse comes, uh, I will have a pipe wrench. For whatever that's worth. <laughs> uh, and anime convention people are nice. Hmm. I'm Aw, we would all give each other hugs. I would extra long bear hug you all. Why can't everybody needs a hug sometimes? Everybody. Everybody. Everybody needs a hug. They're, they're way underrated. Um, so I bought that. I also got, because they were on sale, a nice Perp Life uh, composition book for notes here while I'm working. I also did put together this adjustable monitor stand. Uh, so I'm going to be taking the monitor out of that tomorrow and putting that in there. So to build that dude. I also went and switched my gym membership to uh, one of the local gyms here. This just had an online form that you could do that, so that was good. Um, Jesus, what the fuck else did I do? Uh, somebody that I know was uh, came down with COVID, so bought a COVID test. I tested negative. Uh, then I went to Safeway to buy some groceries. So we actually, I actually have some groceries now. Uh, so I'm not starving in between, uh, when I get up and go to lunch. And I'll have oatmeal, donuts, and some non-dairy yogurt cups. So at least I have something I can eat and snack on. Um... Uh, but yeah, I went, Harbor Freight was kind of cool. It was nice, uh, walk around in there. And I'm now going to tell you why every now and then I'm like, karmic adjustment. Okay. So I'm in the, I'm in the Harbor Freight store. 
and I was over, do I have coffee? Yes, I have uh, instant coffee, which actually it's not that bad. Um, because I wasn't about to get a coffee pot and do all that shit. So I have instant coffee. It's not bad. Um, but I have that. I have coffee. I have oatmeal. I have water. I have uh, flavorings for the water. I have booze, obviously. Um, I have some chips. I'm almost out of my nicotine pouches, though, which is disappointing because I went to a place that advertised that they were like this whatever smoke shop and they advertised on there that they had like nicotine salts. So I went in and they only had like this liquid drip stuff, which I'm like, no, I was looking for like the pouches. She's like, the pouches? I don't think I've ever seen those before. So I'm going to have to go find a place to buy those too. Uh, So, you know, spending some money and it it gives me a little bit of, "Eh," but you know it was going to have to happen. You're moving, so you're going to have to buy some supplies. Um, the biggest disappointment was the leg pillow that I bought. It was way too small. And I posted a shitty review for it. And I was like, unless you were like a tiny person, they said this thing was like extra wide. I don't know who the hell this is extra wide for, but it fits like one of my legs. And then your legs feel like they're falling off the sides of it. And unfortunately, because it's a memory foam thing, squeeze, vacuum packed, and a little thing, there's like no fucking way to return that. So that was just a fucking waste of cash. Um, although I have used it at least as a back cushion on this couch over here. So, I mean, what are you going to do? Funny how tobacco products are different in different regions. And the thing was, I saw them at like most gas stations and everywhere else while I was on the way here. And I know they have them here in like Circle K and whatever, but I figured this being like a smoke shop, smoke shop, they would have had like better variety of prices, but they didn't have it at all. So that was a little bit of a, a little bit of a disappointment, uh, if I'm 100% honest. So that wasn't so good. Got a mega pint of coffee early, like three hours ago. Was that your first cup of the day, though? Make a bite, make a bite, make a bite, make a bite. So, I'm in Harbor Freight, and there's this older guy and what looks like his daughter, and they were over by the uh, electric drills, so they have, like, the bits and all that stuff. And I'm just kind of looking at some of the drills because I'm going to buy a new one. I think I'm just going to buy one from there because they're cheaper and I'm not an industrial user by any stretch of the means. And he's mentioning like, oh, I can't, I can't find it. I don't see it anywhere. And he's like, kind of a short dude, right? Uh, Some sort of Mexican heritage. So he's a small statured person. And so I said, well, I mean, you're true, but uh, what are you looking for? And he goes, oh, well, I'm looking for like, you know, like a punch that you can like tap on the back with a hammer and like punch a hole. And I, I don't see him around here. And so I'm thinking, and I'm like, I think I know where they're at. So he said, hold on, I'll be right back. So I went and walked over uh, to where they have like the hammers and stuff. And that's where they had them. They had a little set of these three little punches. And so I brought them back. I was like, was this what you're looking for? And he's like, looks it for a minute. He's like, 
Yeah, actually, I think that uh, I think that will work. Thank you so much. That made me feel good. You know, sometimes people just need a hand. Let's give them a hand. You know. Krista says, "Good news. Guess who had four ears of street corn yesterday, uh, and who probably has either pooped very well or not pooped at all today? I'm guessing that that's you." Mmm, four years of street corn. That sounds good, though. So, made me happy to help that guy out. So, I got the rest of my stuff. And there's this older woman who's in the back who's buying, like, a dolly. You know, like a little lift dolly. And uh, I go out to the parking lot, and I'm walking in my truck and she's out there with it and says, Hey, uh, can you help me get this into my car? I said, well, give me a minute and I'll, uh, I'll give you a hand. So like, man, I'm going for like number two assist here. So she had bought these, uh, stone like lions, like these composite lions. And she was like, I don't know how to do this. Like, how do you, is that going to fit? I said, well, there's two ways you could do that. Like you put the statue on the dolly. I said, and you want to like lean it far back, but really if you're worried about it falling off, I'd use either a bungee strap or a ratchet strap. I said, because you're, I mean, they don't really make a dolly unless you're going to go buy a real specialized one with like a much larger deck on the bottom, unless you're going to put like a board or a piece of wood on there. But then you'd have to kind of fix that to the bottom anyway. So she goes, well, I don't think I have any of those. Uh, well, it was funny because number one, she's like, oh, they didn't have any bungees. Which I'm like, I want to say, yeah, they do. Because like, I walk by them in there. That's why I buy all my bungees. <laughs> and she's like, oh, well, I think I'm going to go to Ace Hardware. Maybe they'll have one. So, okay. She goes... Do you think I can even do this? I said, well, those things are pretty heavy, but I don't, like, do you have somebody that can help you? She's like, well, I don't know. Can I pay you to come over and help me? And part of me was like, if I hadn't been exhausted, maybe I would have. But I said, well, I'm, I'm really sorry. I, I can't do that. I have a job site that I have to go to. I said, but I would try to do the ratchet strap on the side and uh, so I picked, picked the dolly up, loaded that in the back, padded it with some cardboard that she had so it wouldn't damage her statues, and off she went. So that was Cigar Girl doing two out of two assists on that one. It made me feel good. It made me feel better about uh, sleeping in so late. Reverend Master 88 is here. Reverend Master, how you doing? Cheers to you. So a lot of just, uh, you know, running around shopping and fucking around with shit, and trying to get the stand built, and wrestling around with this chair and everything else. And, uh, so it was like, man, the, uh, the Sunday quickly, quickly, uh, slips by in that regard. So I feel like my, I feel like my Sunday just went by in a flash, but oh well, it's, uh, how weekends tend to be. 
people are pretty friendly out there, huh? Yeah, they they definitely have a different energy and a different vibe uh, in that regard. Definitely a little bit more friendly on the saying hello and asking for help and all that sort of stuff. And um, I guess hey, I figure, why not? Why not get into the vibe? If I could, if I can help, uh, you know, I don't mind helping with stuff like that. Robot Master's been passing out before nine for the longest amount of time. Hey, I get it. For me now, I got to go to bed so much earlier than I used to. Um, now that my work day starts so early, so I understand that. Um, always nice to see you here, but I get it. I totally get it. <clears throat> Finally just started getting to where you can get past the line. Well, I'll tell you what, just for that, we're going to pour ourselves another little nip of this horny toast. So otherwise, uh, saw my cousins, got to pet some nice doggies. Um, Humidity's like it's kind of again, it's like sticky. So like my skin and everything is not doing so great, and uh, I wish that would go away. But otherwise, uh, not too bad of a weekend. I played some game. I played some uh, Aliens with Dr. Perry Falls. Um, got all my laundry done. So I got all my laundry done. Shit yesterday. Um, there you are. Before you know it, it's like man. You know, the, the week and the weekend. And even though I got a lot of sleep, you know, uh, Friday I went and registered for a new driver's license. So I had to go through the rigmarole of going to a place and filling and registering that. And then they're like, oh, you need your birth certificate to, to you know, redo that. It's like, shit. So then I had to come back here and then go back out again. And, uh... Before you know it, you're like, it, I don't want to say like it's kind of nice to just have times when you can stay home, but it's kind of nice when you have times when you can stay home, especially when it's like hotter and more humid than shit outside. You're like, geez, uh, it'd be nice to just fucking stay cool for a little bit. Oh, pardon me. So I think tomorrow is going to be kind of like that. I think I'm just, you know, I'm going to go out and do my workout after work, but other than that, I think most of it's going to be just kind of here getting worked on and doing stuff inside, so oh, thanks for that. It's, horny toes? Let's not talk about toes. Feet are so gross. Ugh. I, like, I get everybody's got the thing, but like, <laughs> I guess maybe if you had soft articulate, dainty, cute little girl toes with, a, like, do my feet. They're just, they're, they're fucking beat up. <laughs> they're fucking wrecked. <laughs> There's zero anything at all enticing or attractive about my feet. So I'm like, fucking feet. Ugh. Ew. So, that's the uh, <clears throat> that's the weekend wrap. Pipe wrenches and other things. That pipe wrench is like a nice definition. I like the color of it. 
It's classic. I don't know who decided pipe wrenches need to be orange, but I like it. Um, so yeah, we're rocking and rolling. And, uh, another, you know, moving on through to another week. I'm hoping, hoping, hoping this will be the last week that I'm here uh, before I go to my other house. I have a feeling it's probably not going to be, but uh, keep your fingers crossed uh, for me on that regard. Otherwise, let's take a podcast break. And when we get back, we're going to read a thing. It's uh, got some graphic descriptions of some stuff. So I'm going to give you this warning now as a heads up. Uh, some graphic and unpleasant content. So, podcast folks, let's take a break. We'll be right back. Now that we are back, let's uh, talk about this article a little bit. Um, that's what I mean. It doesn't have to be British. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll check it out. You can say I'm not going to mess with it while I'm still here in this little apartment thing. Um, Black Cat, that's my idea. But I want to get an actual picture that's mine. I actually want to take a picture out of nighttime in the desert that's here and use that as a picture. So that'll be soon. That'll be soon. And I don't really have a good lighting to just, you know, what I'd like to get is sort of uh, lights that are bright enough so that this is still clear, but a little dimmer so that it feels more like a calm nighttime light. It's a little bit bright, just like right in my face. Um, so, what you do see uh, around here, being that you are back in the city, is there is a substantial amount of people who are obviously under the influence of some very heavy substances. And given that you are by a city, you have a fair amount of homeless population. Um, and so, yeah, there was a, a guy when we were outside the other day who was completely out of his mind, uh, fucking walking around screaming and yelling and shit. And, uh, you know, we just kind of leave him alone. And it beats the port. Leave my porta potty scene alone. I miss my porta potty studio. <laughs> yeah, the blue light thing is legit. This computer has a, a mode where you can turn that on. You can turn on a, uh, a nighttime mode, a uh, nightlight mode, and it filters out the blue. Um, and that's those, those glasses that I have too, will filter out blue light. So, we uh, are going to read an article here. And so, this article, again, I want to warn you, there's some pseudo-nasty slash scary stuff in here. Uh, but here we go. And so, this article um, <laughs> is basically uh, titled... How I spent three years wrangling zombies and drug addicts in South Carolina. So, let's go ahead and read this. 
If you go within more than a half a mile north or south of Main Street in downtown Spartanburg, South Carolina, there's a good chance you can get shanked, shot, robbed, offered fentanyl, or all of those things at once. My favorite degenerates are in the small city of about 37,000 people, also known as Murderburg due to the violent crime rate. You could call it Sparkle City, Bur city but Murderburg sounds way cooler. One thing you find out as a peace officer in the city is that where there's rampant violent crime, there are drugs. And where there are drugs, there are many interesting people on those drugs. For example, I've got my fair share of stories about no one checking in on Anna, only to find out she turned into people soup after she died and decomposed in a sweltering 110 degree house all summer. But we'll keep this true story on a happier note and instead talk about things like homeless dudes eating raw chicken and fighting the police. Dave, I probably shouldn't use real names out of respect for the families, was probably 60 years old with short gray hair and the bright yellow eyes that meant his liver was as useful as a football bat. He consumed enough alcohol and drugs daily to kill your average crackhead, but Dave is not average. Dave was a super crackhead. Crackheads defy all laws of biology and sometimes even time and space. They can fit anywhere, sneak anywhere, feel no pain, and will turn on you like a rabid honey badger at any given moment. In fact, Dave had already been hit by a moving train twice and just bounced back up and walked it off like it was nothing. The problem with Dave was not that he abused every substance known to man daily, but that he had an equally impressive addiction to fighting. He fought other degenerates for booze and drugs, he fought family members, and of course, the police. It was actually a pretty decent brawl every time old Dave got a wild hair up his ass and wanted to fight three, four, or even five police officers. He had that wiry old man strength that came from a lifetime of roofing and construction jobs. You know the type. But fucking Dave was also a biter and once bit a buddy of mine during a fight. What most people don't know is that when this happens, or you get poked with a needle, you have to wear a condom with your significant other for six months while you're regularly tested for that one disease that you can't get rid of. Is this a good time to pitch you on joining your local law enforcement agency? No? Okay. But I think every police officer at my department had bounced him off the ground at least once for trying to emulate the Walking Dead. All except the old timers. Dave only fought the young guys. He was around back in the day when they'd crack an 8D cell battery flashlight over his head and leave him bleeding on the ground. That was sufficient motivation for Dave to leave the old timers alone. But one time, a buddy and I answered a call where Dave had gotten his ass kicked by a couple of others. This was one of the very rare times he called for police because normally he had heroin or crack on him. But this little gang was passing around a bottle of blue top vodka, and when it was passed to Dave, he chugged the entire thing. When four grown men can only afford one small bottle of that hood rot gut liquor and one of them chugs the whole thing, you're asking to get gang stomped by the other three. When we showed up, he was already beat to shit. Of course, no one saw anything, including the guys who beat his ass. Dave was bloody pissed off and causing a ruckus. We asked him what was wrong. They just mad because I took a Dave-sized sip, he replied as loud as he could. And so from that day forward, all of my friends referred to getting accidentally plastered at the bar as, oh shit, I must have taken a Dave-sized sip. Of course, we didn't arrest him. It was a dick move and he deserved the ass whooping. That's punishment enough. <laughs> we called Bill Patient Zero because we were 90% sure he was an actual zombie. Why? 
because Bill would get piss high or drunk and ramble around the empty streets of the hood at night looking exactly like an actual zombie. It was pretty goddamn startling to turn a corner during the night on a foggy night and seeing this ominous figure out looking for other humans to gnaw on, probably. Because he had a lot of similarities to Dave. They'd both been hit by a train and walked it off, and they both loved substance abuse. They were both banned from every business in the city, and they were both biters. I'd take a bite from Dave before I'd take a bite from Bill, though. Bill was much dirtier. Much dirtier. Bill walked around pissing and shitting in the same pants until they rotted and fell off him. Eventually, someone would be nice enough to give him another pair. His favorite meal was raw chicken wings that he kept in his shitty, pissy pockets. The sound and visuals of him pulling on those raw chicken wings out of his pocket and crunching on them, bones and all, haunts me more than the baby spaghetti I witnessed after some mom decided to get drunk and ram into another car at 120, 10 miles per hour. Because Bill was the pee-pee poo-poo man whose desire consisted solely of cheap vodka and uncooked meats, no one wanted to arrest him. Once in a patrol vehicle, his smell would permeate every square inch. Not even the inmates at the jail who cleaned our cars could get the smell out. Look, we know he's not supposed to be in here. He's crazy. We'd explain every time he assaulted a random passerby or trespassed, which was every single day. My fellow officers and I had always had to go into negotiation mode with the victims to avoid the horror of driving Bill to jail. Please, just let us show him off. Look, we know he stole beef jerky, but it's your company policy not to prosecute shoplifters, so what's the point in pretending like you're going to show up in court to prosecute him? I'll even pay you the fucking beef jerky if it makes you happy. We obviously had to change our arguments to fit the office. What works for a gas station manager doesn't necessarily work for someone threatening to lawyer up. I know you stole your crack, but you're dumb. I'm going to arrest you if you both try to file another police report about someone stealing a controlled substance. One time, Bill shuffled into a Dollar General, bought raw chicken and a loaf of bread to make some good old salmonella sandwiches, but pushed a lady on his way out of the store. She called the police over the minor infraction. It was 15 minutes into negotiating with this very pissed off lady, trying to convince her not to press charges, when I turn and see Bill chomping on raw chicken. He's eating fucking raw chicken, for Christ's sakes, I said to the lady. He doesn't even know what planet he's on, he probably didn't mean to push you. Yeah, boy, you're right. Have a blessed day, officer, she said very matter-of-factly. Thank God for Bill's tremendous appetite for raw chicken. We'd been trying to get a judge to let us put him in some kind of rehabilitation center to get him off the streets instead of just putting him in jail every day, which always resulted in us vomiting behind the jail to the torrentous odor of our now tainted police cars. But the problem was that he wasn't crazy enough. He was still pretty cognizant and could talk clearly every once in a while and his brain wasn't clouded with whatever shit he injected into his body. Guess what made a judge quickly sign an emergency order for treatment? The picture I snapped of him that same day gleefully eating raw chicken in front of the Dollar General. Now before you get mad for what you may see is me shitting all over two dudes with drug problems and clear mental instability. It's okay, they're both dead. Just kidding, one of them is. But poor Blue Dave got blue top shipwrecked on a cold winter night, passed out in the parking garage, and died. Rest in peace, super crackhead Dave. May the bite fights in the afterlife be even better than the ones we shared. But I heard Bill, on the other hand, got the help he needed and turned his life around. I guess there were tens of thousands of dollars of Social Security money 
and other state benefits that had been pouring into a bank account for years they either had forgotten about or didn't realize he even had. Last I heard, he was clean, had a job, and didn't do zombie shit anymore. Good on you, not zombie Bill. And people like this are in your city, no matter how small or remote. Do yourself a favor and ask yourself a belief about them. You might hear a good story, but also thank them for their service. The boys and girls blue have an to unwillingly deal with piss, shit, blood, brains, guts, baby spaghetti, people soup, and raw chicken more than any other job on this planet. <laughs> Next time, I'll tell you about the time my friend and fellow officer Chocolate actually did cocaine, accidentally did cocaine, and beat a guy to the hospital. Until then, have a fantastic day. So, you know, I, I, it's one of those things like, uh, you know, I'm not going to go out of my way to insert myself into somebody who's got clear uh, mental instability problems, but there is a um, place uh, that I've been frequenting here in the city with a couple of friends of mine, and there's a, a woman who is homeless who often comes by there, and she's very sweet. She uh, is very nice, but the problem is she um, has some schizophrenia issues. Uh, basically, she you know thinks that space aliens and demons and stuff are trying to control her, and uh, it's fascinating how you go from having a completely lucid, oh how is the weather, oh how are you doing sort of conversation. And she'll slip in something like that, like it's, oh, also about a plastic cup, and then just go back on to talking about, you know, mundane stuff. Um, so you know, I have compassion for people like that. I really do. Um, it's very tragic. It's very sad. Um, you know, but you do have to watch out um, for those who are unstable to the point of harming you, whether that's fighting, biting, stabbing, or otherwise. Uh, a lot of them either clearly don't know where they're at um, or around whatever substance. Um, but as Black Cat says here in the chat, it's something that off-the-rock people, off-the-rocker people, uh, are like superhuman sometimes. All it takes is one or two tragedies, one or two mistakes, uh, for you to kind of end up on skid row. Um, so, you know, I try not to, uh, I try not to treat them all like they're subhuman because they're still people. Um, so anyway, there's just, uh, I've seen a lot more of that, um, uh, you know, here now that I've been in the city. So I have to keep a little bit more of a head on a swivel Make sure that you're getting in and out of your car, that there's nobody wandering around behind it. Uh, if you're carrying stuff out of a store, that nobody follows you, that sort of thing. Because uh, yeah, that can be dangerous. Um, that's also why, and I'm, here's where I'm going to tie this back around to the beginning of the story. It's also why when you see people who are just having a real struggle, who can use some help, I try to help. Whether that's loading something into the car for them or getting the item they needed to store or whatever. You never know. That could be the day that the person uh, 
gets a helping hand and the helping hand uh, is a load off some stress and I don't know what you know what I'm saying like uh, you know you be kind when you can there's a story of an army dude <clears throat> Reverend Master says then went past the point they had no blood left to bleed out uh, and after all was done, died afterwards. It was in World War II, I believe, what happened. Ugh. Black Cat says, I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah, like, you know, the, or, you know, or I don't know, somebody's having a struggle and they're asking for help and then the wrong person goes to help them, you know? So, I know me, I know myself, I'm not going to hurt nobody. Um, I'll just try to give back to the universe and I've certainly played my discordant notes enough so I try to balance that out a little bit and you know occasionally uh, so like this uh, woman that is homeless at this place she's trying to get help but one of the one of the problems with her getting help is that she needed an ID so we were able to uh, uh, my friends were able to get a copy of her birth certificate. And so they got that uh, and gave it to her, you know, and they said, hey, like, it's one of those things like you, you don't want to start offering person rides around and all that stuff, but hey, uh, you know, they don't have access to computers or a printer or anything like that. So they were able to get the form, print the form out, have her fill it out. They went and mailed it to the post office. They got that sent to their house and then they went and gave it to her, you know, at this place. She was very, she was very happy and very appreciative for that. And you got to figure really in the end, what's the, you know, what's the big imposition to you, the price of a stamp or something, maybe you, you print it out a piece of paper, but that really, you know, that really helps that person out. So, um, I hate to see the, the, the people that are obviously like this guy was saying, either this crackhead Dave or the zombie bill guy, the people that are so fucking, distraught or confused <clears throat> or addled by substance that they don't really know where they're at or what they're doing. That's uh, a very unfortunate. Krista says, I will agree. That's why my addiction to a certain drug got bad. Uh, it was when you were homeless, but you never got bad to where you would fight people or steal or try to eat people. Did you eat raw chicken? I don't even know how you would eat raw chicken in the, kept in your pants pocket. I mean, there's something to be said about a certain level of uh, resilience. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure if I put a raw chicken wing in my pocket and walked around and ate it, I would probably just die from one. And that guy's got pants is full of pee and poo-poo. Mmm. -poo. <laughs> Been sober for 10 months. You fell off the wagon a bit after wifey passed. Um, I mean, hard, hard times happen. Bad situations happen. And, and I will be completely honest. When COVID hit, uh, I started drinking way too much. And 
as I've mentioned before, that was part of the point of this show is that this is the one nightcap. So this is the one drink that I have at the end of the day, and that's it. Done. And at least at this point, this isn't just sitting and drinking alone. This is a little bit more of a social experience because I'm talking to you guys. Because a man's got to know his limitations. And I know myself. So, cheers to all of you out there. And I hope uh, you are all holding it down. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, meth and, and crack and stuff like that. I mean, just, oh. I've never been to a point like that, but just at the point that nothing really matters anymore. I mean, you can, you can, you can get to a bad mental state of a variety of ways, right? Um, you know, uh, but it's one thing I think to even get to a point of self nihilism, and another point to get to where you decide, well, that because nothing matters, that means I can hurt other people, and it doesn't matter either. Uh, that's a whole completely separate dark road to go down, and that that's, that's very sad. You know. <clears throat> So let's go ahead and finish up. We got, uh, I don't know, about a finger or so of this left. So, as we finish tonight's episode, is there anything else anyone would like to say, talk about, or ask before we sign off? I've never seen the point to drinking or drugs since it's a substance that runs out. Well, it only runs out if you're not dedicated enough to continue to get it even when you shouldn't. <clears throat> but I don't, I don't, uh, at least not anymore. I don't, I don't drink, uh, I don't drink as an escape or a painkiller. I do it as, uh, I do it as something that is enjoyable. It's, uh, you know, I enjoy the taste, I enjoy the different flavors, and, uh, you know, what I've found myself occasionally getting into the uh, thought of using it as, like, self-medication, that's when I stop. Um, didn't want to say anything, but since we're on the topic and we're all friends, it means a lot that you don't judge. We've all had paths in life. There's no right or wrong answer. You do what you can. Um, you know, I, uh, in that regard, I'm not going to judge at all. You know, what I do have is a state of indifference that is my last line to falling into my rage. Well, at least that's, I mean, that's better than falling into rage. You know, you know, I would say for me, the the thing that has become more of my, the more of my uh, escapism drug, if you will, 
has turned into, at least for me personally, it's exercise and working out. That's uh, when I'm able to sort of recenter myself mentally and uh, the endorphin rush and everything else you get from the pain and from the exhilaration and the breathing and everything else. Um, you know, and that's nothing that at least I know of that you can get in a package or a bottle. Um, but you know, I've had to be careful with that too, because there's a danger in too much of that as well. I mean, there's a too much, there's a danger in too much of anything, right? So one day at a time. could do that but every time injuries mess me up I think we talked a little bit about that Reverend Master you know, you've got some injuries and that uh, that's very unfortunate that really sucks um, but uh, you know there are even just deep breathing exercises you can do as a workout I mean I, I'm not trying to tell you how to do anything but um, at this point, that is such a, a main portion of my life. The idea that I would never do anything of the sort again would make me very sad. I think I would be uh, more mentally distraught over that than, as you say, giving up something like alcohol or whatever. Um, but Yeah, I, I mean, I get that too. Like for me, it's, you know, it's like the just going for a walk. isn't. It's a different exercise, but it's not the same. I have to have, uh, to your point, that burn because the endorphins and everything that you get released when you get to that point is why I like it. Um, but here we are. It's time to sign off. So, as Krista has most appropriately said, much love, prayers, and hugs to everyone, and much love, uh, love and hugs, uh, and all of that back to all of the rest of you, as we say at the end of our, all of our episodes, stay safe, keep the faith, and all of that good sort of shit. Thank you so much, Death Strike Virus, for the raid, and Krista for the donation of the bits. It's good to see everybody tonight, Black Cat's Poppy, NH Girl Fans, Meow the Cat, Reverend Master, 88, uh, good to see all you guys up in here. Thermite, uh, Alchemical Dreams, it was good to see you guys stopping by. So we're going to go ahead and sign off. And we'll see you again most likely tomorrow.